Hello, this is hopefully unanimous indecision. This is the pilot podcast. Premiere uh, episode. episode. I don't know what you call these things because it's the first one. Uh, My name is Josh. Uh, I guess I'll say my last name, Joshua Troop. I have a good friend of mine with me, uh, if you want to... Ian Rosmondo. And we... What what we're going to do on Unanimous Indecision... Whoa, indecision is we're going to agree to never come to a decision. That's probably unlikely, but I don't um, know. Maybe we could do it. <laughs> I disagree. Mm. Um, but we uh, we're mostly going to review movies. Um, but we really wanted. To <laughs> wow! <laughs> Your phone goes off. Thanks, Seth. Um, that's funny, but. Uh, <laughs> He's got to take a phone call real quick. We're going to keep going anyways because this is going almost too smooth. And we, uh, yeah, we're, we're not actually going to be criticizing a movie today. We are going to be talking about marketing strategies of films because uh, Ian and I are very surprised. Maybe not. I guess, I guess it's been a while. Um, the couple of films we're going to be talking about is Captain Marvel and X-Men Dark Phoenix. Um, in my opinion, uh, they've been marketed very strange. We're not going to be talking about... We're going to avoid whatever everyone else is talking about, about Brie Larson, and just talk about the marketing. I'm actually looking at uh, Captain Marvel's Facebook page right now, which I encourage you all to look for because there's a ton of stuff on this. Um, which is kind of my first point, um, which is that maybe they're over-advertising these films. Um, I, I don't know. That's, I guess, up for everyone to decide. I mean, if it works, it works. Um, I feel like they're over-advertising these films. I don't actually know if Ian agrees with me, but, uh... He'll probably just disagree to disagree, because um, that's fun. Um, but yeah, I've gone all the way back to, it looks like, September 2018 on the Captain Marvel Facebook page. All the way back to the day we got, the day the internet broke. I believe that was the tweet uh, that we were told, is that tomorrow the internet's going to break, and they released some 10 photos about the from the set of Captain Marvel and it's pretty o- underwhelming because like two of the photos had already been leaked before um, I mean there was some cool stuff there was a shot of the scrolls but it wasn't it didn't break the internet I don't know it was it was definitely overhyped um, but sure I mean get get hype but the hype train has left the station. I don't know. Um, so now I'm scrolling up. Let's see. Let's see what they did next. They released a trailer eventually, uh, pretty recently after that. It looks like that doesn't seem right. But um, there we go. He's back. He's off the phone. Um, and my phone is muted. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, so they. They released the trailer. First trailer of Captain Marvel I thought was pretty good. 
when was it released? I'm going to get a time frame for when these were all... It, according to the Facebook page, it was posted on September 18th, but was the first look photos really only two weeks before that? That's kind of weird. No, I remember when that came out, because I believe we took... Yeah, we, yeah, we, that's we, what I was talking about. That. There was the whole tweet about, mm -hmm. we're going to break the internet tomorrow, and it didn't. And it didn't. It was <laughs> rather... Uh, it was underwhelming. It was... Uh, nothing's overwhelming. Yeah. Good old Young Justice. Um, but yeah, the first trailer came out. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. I was excited for the movie. Yeah, September 5th was when we got the... Uh, September yeah. 5th is when we got the test photos. Yeah. Um, I was, like, very excited for this. It looks fun. Um, has young Nick Fury. I think there's a shot of Phil Coulson in the first trailer. Mm -hmm. I think it's like one um, quick scene. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, released some posters, cool stuff. Um... And then some more posters. Is that a second trailer? Or is that the same trailer? That might... Oh, it says brand new trailer. It, it appears they released the second trailer. Yes. The grandma kicking... Mm -hmm. Punching. My I'm bad. Punching, the know. grandma punching fight scene. fight scene from December 3rd. Um, which I think that's a reasonable time frame. You, you come out with a trailer about six months in advance, then about three months in advance. That's, that's pretty reasonable. So far, yeah. Um... But then they were hyping Endgame because Endgame started advertising because it was hitting the six-month mark um, or five-month mark, whatever it is. Um, what is that? That looks cool. That's just a reshot of part of the trailer. Uh, um, oh, yeah, they said something was going to happen during the College Football National Championship, and, again, that was whelming. Uh, was that, the, uh, that was the extended scene? <laughs> yeah. Uh, where they talked about it. Um, well, that was actually... Yeah, yeah, they talked about it during the college football uh, playoff. Or championship. Um, yeah, this featurette. That, that's it. That was the day of the, the football championship. This featurette. What and it was like... Word. It was cool, but like... Do we need these? I don't know if we need these. I mean, sure, she's working out. <laughs> That's cool. Um, more of that grandma fight scene. But For, uh, for those of us who uh, don't have a video uh, right in front of them, uh, it's a couple of scenes, a couple of shots from the movie, and it shows Brie Larson uh, doing some exercises, doing some pull-ups and push-ups, uh, and then sitting there in an interview. Um, and it's, what, about a minute long? Uh, yeah, probably. Maybe two minutes. Um... Yeah, I mean, it's it definitely, like, made it the movie look fun. I'll say that. I because I, I, don't think, I don't think this is the line where, like, the marketing has screwed up. I, I think here it's still okay. It's it was, like, like, a week or two later <laughs> uh, when they started going on the press circuit or whatever they call it. Um, coming theaters in two months. That's funny. Uh, there's a Wonder Woman meme, but um, more just. Also, I think it's kind of weird. Do Do you agree with this? The choice of words says higher, further, faster. <laughs> Are those the words to advertise Captain Marvel? I don't know. I'm being nitpicky with that one, but um, 
It's just like, yeah, higher as in space, further as in space again. She's gone further. Faster as in she's not a speedster, so I don't know what that means. I mean, I guess she's a pilot. That's fast. Um, now further. Has she gone further? I mean, we've had Guardians of the Galaxy. Right, and they've gotten to nowhere. So, so that's, that's pretty far. <laughs> you'd think. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if she's actually going further. She's probably not. Because the Kree are probably cl relatively close to Xandar, since Xandar keeps getting bullied by them. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. Not <laughs> they not don't any exist anymore. Not in but, the 20, uh, um, spoilers for Infinity War, but if you I'm haven't sorry. seen it, that's on you. Yeah. Um, oh, we're going to have to put like, a spoiler alert tag in front of this podcast. That's what's crazy, is the whole idea of spoilers is... And we're going to get to it more with X-Men, and you might know what I'm talking about, but the idea that you can just reveal an entire movie's plot in the trailers or in the merchandise that you release, because um, I know there's a ton of merchandise for Captain Marvel, the toys, uh, telling Jude Law's character, and for a while they weren't confirming. On Marvel.com one day, they decided to give everyone a character page um, and I actually thought, at first I thought it was super dumb, uh, because I was like, why are you explaining everyone? They explained that this is a huge spoiler alert if you don't want to be spoiled, but it's been revealed in three or four different ways. I think Toys, Marvel.com had it, um, there might even be a shot in a trailer, I could be wrong about that one. Um, but it's, here it is now, uh, come back in like 15 seconds. Uh, ben Mendelsohn is playing Talos, who's uh, a Skrull who's pretending to be a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. So that's the spoiler. Um, and I think a bunch of us really big nerds knew it, but I don't know if the layman knew it. And then they're selling toys that advertise that that's the case. And I feel like what's the point on making a spy if everybody knows who he is? Well, toys have been getting a bad rap for years now. Toys well, sure, since the prequel. <laughs> toys have been often, uh, giving away spoilers towards movies. Sure. Um, but it's like, I don't know. I it, think there's a way to do the opposite and like mislead people with the toys. It is kind of silly, though, that from a two, maybe three-minute video, you can spoil the entire plot of a movie, and you're like, well, thanks, now I don't need to go see it. Yeah, I don't... I mean, maybe not to everyone else, but I feel like we've got a pretty good idea on what's going to happen on this in this movie um do you want to go over a quick quick uh, rundown of the synopsis or do we want to <laughs> i don't know if, yeah i mean by the time this gets posted the movie will probably already be out and so we'll be making us, our uh, review video yeah may, maybe we'll i hope we're completely wrong that would be nice. actually not completely wrong because actually i like i feel like you have to do some of the things we talk about um uh, let's go back over to uh goose the cat Goose the cat, yeah. Uh, this is interesting. Now I'm I'm curious. Now I, I believe the name is a reference to Top Gun. <coughs> it is. Um, yeah. I'm it is. If, is there a reason they changed uh, Carol's cat's name from the original source material? It is. It is weird because like Disney owns Star Wars, and the original cat's name was Chewie, and in the comics it is named after Chewbacca specifically. And so it is weird that they would change from like 
not necessarily Mar- I mean I guess Marvel writes Star Wars comics now but um, so it is kind of weird that they uh, would step away from their own material to make a reference to I mean it's a fantastic movie Top Gun's a great movie but <laughs> it's a little strange mm-hmm. and uh, we're look- right now looking at a short little video of the scene where um, Samuel L. Jackson's Nicholas Fury is uh, trying to pet Goose the cat. And, oh, uh, I don't know what direction. That you, is. you you pass it right there. You just pass it again. Go up, right there. It won't yeah. play. Well, yeah. See, I didn't want that to happen. Okay. Well, it's a short video where Nicholas Fury is petting Goose the cat, and Goose the cat puts his paw on to like pushing away uh, Fury's hand. And uh, I don't know if they're going this direction in the movie, but in the comics, Captain Marvel's cat is. Not quite a cat. Spoiler alert. I just noticed something in this video also that, like, I don't know, I don't pay that much attention to these kinds of things, and I'm not a cat person. By the way, it's an alien. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, the cat's, like, making eye contact with him. I mean, sometimes <laughs> cats will do that, but... I, I don't know, it looks like he's, like, maintaining it, like, throughout yeah. the shot. Like, that's yeah. pretty crazy. That's, uh... <laughs> I, being a cat owner myself, I can say that it is very rare that cats will ma- maintain eye contact for very long. Yeah. Unless they want something. Um, so unless this uh, alien does not want to... Uh, yeah, so to then continuing to go through this, I wonder what time we're at. This is probably becoming a longer... Uh, podcast than I thought. Um, oh! And then there was this glorious thing. I told you about this. Oh, was the six. This posted on February 2nd, apparently. And I, I don't even want to watch it right now. But um, essentially what it is, is they posted the entire train fight scene that we saw in a couple of the trailers. That they were like, yeah, the very first trailer. Uh, but... It's it's the entire scene. Well, it's 40, 50 seconds of the scene, just shot for shot. Like it looks finished. It doesn't like that. There's <laughs> there's not a cut to another scene. Like that <laughs> they could just release a, a a sequence from their movie like this. Like that's crazy to me. Is uh, this the first time this has happened in film? I mean, there's, there's got to be a previous. No, nah, there's probably others. Uh, mind right now. But yeah, this is just like a straight up minute of the movie. Um, it's it's just it's just right there. This has to make you wonder. What was going through their minds Did when they decided break to that release? Train? Oh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> this many uh, minutes of just. Right, one and, scene. and so that gets the crux. Look at this. You get another. 40 seconds uh, it's just been so much unique footage there hasn't been like a ton of overlap between the footage that it's almost as if there are no gaps to fill I'd be interested to see someone try and put some of this together and see how much of a full movie you can make with right. just the footage released so far I, I agree I think you're missing maybe the 30 the last 30 minutes maybe an hour probably most of the scenes um, um, on the Cree homeworld you're missing a lot of the Cree homeworld scenes and any of Ben Mendelsohn's scenes. But other than that, it looks like we've got a um, fairly full movie here. Um, but yeah, uh, one month to go, and they decided 
to is this more footage this actually is new uh <laughs> scenes of her flying through space and flying through space garden. and blowing up with the space Mohawk. planes i don't know space force um but uh space force force is this new i can't tell if this is new. No, I think it's just more behind the scenes. More behind the scenes stuff. Again, more of the train scene because <laughs> you yeah, didn't quite get it all. With um, her, a hero. And now we're all. Yeah, um, and then it gets to the actual press trail. Uh, oh yeah, that that was new, right? Uh, it was more of the train scene that was new on February fifteenth. Um, shield agents running around like like this is all most of this is new stuff. Um, this fight is new. Uh, oh, her fight with this? Jude Law, um, which at that time hadn't been confirmed what his character was. There's a big like questioning about whether he was going to be Yan Rog, which is the character in the comics, the villain that creates her. Um, or if he was going to be Captain Marvel, the male Captain Marvel that inspires her. Um, there was a lot of debate about which one. Um, later, I don't know how much later it was, um, but eventually they just decided to, on Marvel.com when they released all the character profiles and they released the, the spoiler alert about Ben Mendelsohn's character, um, they just left his character as Star Force Commander, which I thought was really smart. But then they released a magazine that talked about, I believe, Cap about Marvel, and then they released a Funko with Jan Rog. Just see, see, this is what I'm saying. I, I think you can use toys to mislead people even more. Um, but I think it was poorly done. <laughs> Because um, it was like almost too confusing. That was like, what the heck is happening? They're confusing um, themselves. Back they're confusing themselves. HQ. They haven't decided which one he is. Um, and then for. recently they confirmed him as Yon Rog, or at least the name of his character is Yon Rog. Whether he will actually be behaving as Yon Rog is yet to be determined. Um, but let's see. Meet the galaxy's most powerful superhero. Yep. Sounds like an origin story. Um, <laughs> she is... Uh, I mean, she's strong. Be, she is said to be... Yeah. Said to be uh, possibly the most powerful I think that's also kind of weird, right? Like, on an origin story? Like like Thor. Thor. Thor was... When we take the original six Avengers, Thor is the most powerful. Maybe Hulk, you could argue it. Um, but... But Thor has taken Thor 1 to Thor Ragnarok. To really come into his power. He is very different on a power scale. It, um, it's really weird to see someone <coughs> be the most powerful character off the bat with very little right. I agree. obstacles to overcome. And that's not to say that Captain Marvel won't overcome any obstacles in her movie. No doubt she will. But to right off the bat in the very first movie in a potential franchise have her be considered the most powerful character in this cinematic universe is an interesting choice. And I don't even think like it's necessarily like, okay, she's gonna be the most powerful character. But it's like to even maybe like 
let us think that like oh maybe she's she's really strong like that's really cool but to advertise it before the movie even comes out now we have this anticipation like it's the it's the superman conundrum like the whole reason kryptonite was created was because superman can't be stopped (laughs) what's her weakness going to be right what's her weakness and you could take the russo's route which is the uh the character flaws the russo's exploit characters flaws um they did it with star lord in infinity war um they do it with uh captain america all the time whenever they're talking about bucky um and i mean going back to star lord for, for real quick star lord gets a lot of hate for what he did in infinity war which is kind of bs because i don't think he acted first off i don't think he acted out of character for himself oh i agree and i don't know if anyone in that situation would have made any other any other choice like that I mean, we have we have the advantage of <coughs> seeing it as it happens. We're not really experiencing it, but I mean, at the time, right. Also, we're not. We may like Gamora. We may love Gamora. We like the actress Zoe Saldana is fantastic, um, and the first two movies were really good. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, the first one was really good. The second one was it was good. Average. It was good. Uh, above average. It was a space film. We'll disagree. I think we're. Like our podcast. Uh, I think we're agreeing to, to that we don't like the movie that much. But um, uh, it's one of the weaker ones. It's not a bad movie though. Uh, it's just weaker. Uh, Who guessed uh, Mary Poppins would make a, an appearance? <laughs> right. Yeah. You get Mary Poppins references in that movie. Um, but yeah, like. He he done, definitely acted within character like his this girl he's been like kind of wooing for from day one. It's like four years, yeah, right? Yeah, it's several years. Um, Didn't pull up a quick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I think Guardians one came out in like twenty fourteen. But is that um, it's set? I believe so, and then Guardians two is only a few months later. Um, that's why it's baby group, mm-hmm. and then later it's teenage group because it's been like four years or something. Um, and I need some water. So it's not like this is a a passing fling or something. He has truly right. It's been four years. He's been trying to woo this girl, and. Uh-huh. She finally kisses him, maybe, maybe not for the first time in Infinity War. It looks like they uh, haven't... They've kissed a couple of times. Uh, Almost relationship going on. Yeah, and uh, she... This is a completely new scene. On February 26th, you get more footage of S.H.I.E.L.D. betrayals. And we're talking about Captain Marvel again. Again, Captain Marvel. I'm just scrolling up the page. We're almost to modern times. Ten days away. I don't think anything else has come out this week. Um, but this is uh, not to say we haven't even talked about the uh, the press circuit that's gone on. The uh, the whole. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. So, uh, that a- actors can concept for another day. Actors can do things of their own free will, um, but I mean, like, 
the amount of footage the studio has put out for this movie um it kind of begs a little bit of a question about it almost seems I, I mean like we haven't seen the movie yet it'll yeah. probably be out by the time uh this <laughs> this podcast comes out but no, uh, Josh I think I told you this maybe last week or something that it seems to me that the uh, that the guys at Marvel the people at Marvel are thinking right now that this movie is going to be a flop or not perform as well at the box office as they hoped and so to try and proactively counteract that they are putting out a lot more footage than they would for previous films in the attempts to try and reach a wider audience and get people into the movie theaters but in doing so they're potentially hurting themselves by releasing this much footage releasing essentially giving us the plot of the film right before we've even gone to see it and i was a little bit hesitant to uh accept your analysis until and we're gonna get to it now uh the x-men trailer came out where i think that's exactly what they're doing with x-men x-men dark phoenix uh dark phoenix um so if you haven't been aware, X-Men Dark, Dark Phoenix, I think Trailer 1 came out in January. Um, trailer 2 came out like a week or two ago at the end of February. And then the third one came out like March 1st. Um, like a week later, after yeah. the second one. Oh, a week after the second one, a, an entirely new trailer came out. And it had quite a few different scenes in it. Um, Some of them looked like they were... Uh potentially uh, reshoots of earlier scenes or like more full scenes some slight change sure. between stuff yeah um, but yeah it looks as if at least from the most recent trailer that dropped out a couple days ago well the second one is where the the big thing and if if you haven't seen the second trailer and you want to be spoiled about what happens in this movie uh, you should go watch it uh, it's a sight to behold that they would spoil something so uh, early in the trailer, <laughs> let alone uh, four months before the movie's coming out. And if uh, you're not worried about spoilers and you want to keep listening, we'll, uh, we'll see what that is in just a minute or so. Yeah. So it's, uh, gosh, uh, Jean, Jean Grey's like sitting on the floor crying for like a moment, and she's like, and why did you make is, me do this? This is the and very first shot of the trailer. <laughs> this the is the first shot, first of, the shot trailer. of the trailer, yeah, uh, of trailer two. Um it's also in trailer three, I believe. It is in trailer three, yes. There is a, um, a little bit more. Um, and so she's like crying in the rain, saying to herself, why did you make me do this? Presumed she's talking to the Phoenix Force, maybe. Um, and then the next shot is her talking to Mystique. And she gets angry. I mean, they're, ha they're having a conversation it's, of I mean, some it's sort. It's essentially that, that she can't quite control the the power inside sure. of her or something definitely uh and mystique is only trying to help saying that we're a family and we're here for each other and uh just casually uh like touches or caresses jean gray's arm yeah it's something jean gray sends her flying through the air yeah and i i'm thinking most of the internet has come to the consensus like definitely dead definitely dead and um uh, <laughs> i mean we would think that she could put um withstand this kind of assault but <laughs> a couple scenes later we see um i think four maybe five members of the x-men uh around standing or sitting in xavier's case around 
a gravesite. That was actually in trailer one. That was also in trailer one. It was not a long shot though. It was um, like, I actually think it's longer in trailer one. Um, but yeah, I, I think in trailer one, it's it's done well. We're all like anticipating, like you can't quite tell who's under the umbrellas, mm. and you're like. Oh shoot! Someone dies. This movie has real stakes and whatnot, and then real stakes out the window. Here, here's who dies. Um, See, like it seems like the people behind this film are like, we're gonna put out a trailer, and it's gonna be, it's gonna be a, um, it's gonna be a graveyard. It's gonna be a graveyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, like it's gonna be a funeral, and. But we're not going to show you who who died. You'll have to figure out for yourselves. Right, and, and that's it, like, but then it, and that's good. That's good. I like. Yeah, that. that's a way to do things. But then, it's like, a couple, couple months pass, and they're like, "Well, no one figured it out." Yeah, so we're no just one gonna, guessed. We're going to force feed you <laughs> what actually happens, and that could be, huh? Yeah, no one did guess. That's true. Uh, now, X Men Dark Phoenix has a special case. It's gonna be kind of the last movie in its uh, Fox X-Men franchise other than New Mutants which, which who has any to... idea what's happening I don't think we've heard anything new since like December of 2016 I heard there's a rumor that it may get passed straight to Hulu and which is kind of crappy I mean, because there's some like stellar actors in that movie but is it, I'm, I, mean, I don't know if that's enough I don't know if that's enough production? to save that movie. Uh, because the first trailer did not look super exciting. Well, no, the first trailer portrayed it as a horror movie. You don't think it is a horror movie? I, st- I stand by it didn't being a horror they, movie. Didn't they come out with a second trailer? Or maybe not a full trailer. It might have been a teaser or something. I don't know if there is a second trailer. I, I, I may be wrong, but I believe there was some extra footage that was put out months or so afterward that made it not look as horror movie-ish. We're looking up New Mutants trailer two. See if that exists. It potentially exists. <laughs> um, we sure will. Did. Oh, that says it's a teaser. I don't actually I don't know. know. I, Official I trailer two. That was a long time ago, though. Yeah, I believe uh, uh, that's actually the same. These are out of order. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Macy Williams. Yeah, so girl from uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. I like Sophie Turner's from Game of Thrones. Like, mm-hmm. we got Arya Stark here. Um, also, the guy from Stranger Things. I I don't know the actor's name. He plays Jonathan. He's he's in it. I'll look up his name. Jonathan Stranger Things. My keyboard's really loud. Um. Charlie Heaton, if that means anything to you. He's turned his character around in Stranger Things. Uh, (laughs) um, But, uh, yeah, he's in the movie. Um, Well, uh, quick... uh, It it looked like a horror movie without superpowers, but with a superpower title. And... Actually, one quick... uh because Maisie Williams is supposed to be playing, I believe, Wolfsbane uh, from the comics. Um, I say playing as if this thing is still happening. Well, we uh, have no idea. On that topic, uh, it is still scheduled, as of eight hours ago, it is still scheduled for an August 2nd release date. 
Wow, August 2nd. Okay, so a month after Dark Phoenix. Now, it's potentially um, going to be pushed back. It. Some people say that it is uh, currently in, like, production limbo. But right. uh, they have not changed or removed it from its... I think the whole Disney-Fox deal has done some kind of weird shenanigans there. Um, which is kind of the thing, but it's like... Gosh, why did they spoil Dark Phoenix like that? I, going back to Dark Phoenix, uh, I don't know if you caught this in the trailer. They removed the uh, X-Men title from the film. No way. Just calling it Dark Phoenix. I actually did not catch that. That's, it's, I think it's at the end. Like It plays the, it has the title card, and it's just Dark Phoenix. It doesn't say X-Men on it. Huh. Interesting. I wonder if that was... I wonder if they like talked about it, and they were like, it might be a good idea to start distancing the brands to who knows so that like x-men seems like a distant past even though it was like three years ago um well deadpool's still running but um essentially i say bring deadpool in the way that it is like you can do that kind of thing with deadpool you can just be like everything's made up and the points don't matter you can do that um, the problem is be a little bit of his uh, language and gore uh which the, uh, yeah, but Disney you CEO just fix it said, on the new ones. The Disney CEO has said that uh, he is definitely he's okay with it being rated R. Yeah, as uh, long as as long as the uh, yeah. audience and families know beforehand that this is right. a rated R film. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, when this merger co- goes through, which looks like it's coming up really soon now. Um, uh, yeah, I I think it is done. There's, I was looking at something I mean, the other day that I, said it I'm like just it might be done within the speculating week. that I think it is done, um, and they're just holding off till all these shenanigans are dealt with, um, like Dark Phoenix, Avengers Endgame is a whole nother shenanigan about will Wolverine be in that movie, and they're tired of getting those questions. Um, so I think it's just simpler if they hold off on announcing it, um, or maybe it's not done yet. Um, but yeah, excellent. What a way to market the film. And so what it reminds me of, I was telling you this earlier, uh, spoiling X-Men Dark Phoenix by showing Mystique's death is almost identical, almost identical to Batman v Superman when they released their trailer before the movie came out, obviously, um, before the movie came out, and they showed Lex Luthor making Doomsday and then they showed Doomsday and that was such an absurd idea that it was like we are going to create this whole Civil War film um, Cause this came out and we are going to show you yeah it came out very close to Civil War um, we are going to make this whole Civil War uh, film and for Batman versus Superman, and we're going to show you how they unite at the end. In the trailer. In the trailer, yeah. A, a month or whatever before you go to see this movie. <laughs> what a brilliant idea. Nothing could possibly go wrong. That's the thing that gets me about Dark Phoenix, is it's four months before this movie comes out. It's not coming out till July. Um, and that's what's crazy. Um, yeah, weird marketing strategies... Um, I think it's gotta be what you're saying about lack of faith in the products. And uh, if, because I think Batman v Superman, they didn't have too much faith in a Man of Steel sequel. And that's why, because I believe originally it was supposed to be called Man of Steel 2. Interesting. 
and then they decided to not make it the Man of Steel sequel and they slated that put it on the back burner and who knows what's happening to it now um, well we're still waiting on uh, a Batman recast so right Ben Affleck just left that who knows what's going on there what a what a time I say start over and you say Wonder Woman's canon and Aquaman's canon yeah uh, what a time to be alive because you don't need when you, you know you have one, one line of dialogue but when no one wants to be a part of the Batman or a Superman franchise but that's not a hundred percent true because James Gunn granted not not a lot of choices for James Gunn after being uh, thrown to the curb by Marvel uh, maybe gently I don't know um, I don't know how everything goes over there but uh uh, he's doing Suicide Squad 2. He might redeem that franchise, which is crazy, because that be that's, nice. that's an irredeemable franchise in my eyes. Uh, but it has James Gunn writing it for us. Right, it has James Gunn, which he gave us Guardians of the Galaxy, so he's creative. He can give us a good team of nutty characters. Um, I think one of the most touching things that I read recently, it was probably a couple months ago, <clears throat> was that this was shortly after um, James Gunn was removed from the uh, Marvel sure. uh, tenthouse. Um, that the actors, the Guardians of the Galaxy actors, had read James Gunn's script for Volume Three, and that it reportedly made them cry. Oh, dang! And we're not gonna get it anytime soon. Um, but they, uh, dang, that's disappointing. Yeah. Um, also, that? Suicide Squad news. Apparently. Uh, so we have Suicide Squad 2, we have the Sirens movie that's Gotham supposed to uh, be a si spin-off, that's the word I'm looking for, a spin-off movie from Suicide Squad about Margot Robbie's Harlequin, which was pretty good. Um, I think what hurt her was actually Jared Leto's Joker and the way they wrote it, that whole thing. Um... I really don't like that movie. So but um, they... Uh, Will Smith apparently left the cast. And he was like, if you lost your dead shot, you're going to have Harlequin now running both of these franchises. Maybe, maybe not. Well, um, I don't imagine that um, Deadshot could lead a Sirens <laughs> that's true. That's uh, I, true. I believe he's. Um, I think. I think you're correct about that. Yeah, I, we can agree on that. Okay. Okay, we'll agree on that. Uh, <laughs> speaking of the um, this 2019. Speaking but, uh, of the <laughs> potential DC movies coming up, uh, there are black label films. I think I told you about this a little while back. Did you? I did. Um, about the uh, Joaquin Phoenix Joker's film. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, yeah. one of the black label films, which are for those of you who don't know. It's non-canon. They are they are non-canon films. DC universe films. set in the DC universe. Which who knows what that means. That's um, what we're getting. But um, yeah. <laughs> did you see the test know. footage? The screen footage of um, Joaquin Phoenix. Well, yes, but I was also talking. I was. I did see that one. Yes. Which one? Uh, which was interesting. Of uh, Suicide Squad two, or was that Sirens? Uh, it, it had the, uh, Margot Robbie and like. Yeah. No, she's just dancing yeah, and yeah, no, that's for Sirens. That was for Sirens. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I guess I don't. That's another kind of thing that I'm just like, was that necessary? Maybe, but well, I mean, <laughs> every 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 film 
does those sort of screen tests to see what the characters are like on screen. But do they release, do they release them? them? And I'm not Very so sure. Rarely. Yeah, I, I actually did see this picture about the DC films in development. Uh, there's some bold picks. I'm not sure um, if we'd, uh, we'd choose them right now. But some of these happened. Like Justice League Dark, that happened. That was an animated film. Mm-hmm. I Reportedly, it did pretty um, well. Yeah. Yeah, it was like Constantine and Batman, which haven't was seen cool. It yet. Um, I haven't seen it either. I just watched the trailer several times because it looked cool. Who knows? Maybe we'll watch it and talk about it. Doubt it. No. Um, <laughs> there's some fun ones here. It seems weird to be developing a Nightwing and Batgirl film without a Batman, but um, a Black Adam, I guess, villains movie. Um, well, Black Adam has been talked about for a while, and I believe uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is. Yeah, I think he's still Black Adam. Um, Which, maybe not in Shazam, maybe in Shazam. Uh, We don't know yet. It's been rumored. A Plastic Man movie? I'll see that. I would see that. That's got to be fun. Um, Supergirl, Deathstroke. I wonder... I mean, this picture's so old. (laughs) Last updates, like 2017, early 2018. Yeah. Um... But the Joker movie's coming. The Blue Beetle movie uh, is supposedly coming. Um, Has there been any more uh, news come out about the uh, <laughs> Justice League Flashpoint Two film? likely not happening? But uh, the Flashpoint film, yeah, I think that film might have the most confidence behind it, and maybe Green Lantern Corps. Um, An interesting choice for a first Flash movie, Flashpoint. Right. Like, that's the origin story you want to tell, is him undoing his own origin story? Because, uh, I mean, usually It's like for, the third film you want to do. Usually for a character's actions to be... to have any mm-hmm. sort of meaning on the audience, you want the audience to be connected to these characters. Right. And so, for a very first full... Films kind of have this problem of they really don't exceed more than three hours, two and a half, three hours. That's not a lot of time to get connected to a family... And, and then, then change and then the connection it and see how it's written. been mutilated mm-hmm. by and Barry's time travel. Yeah, that's a good point. So this is this um, it's an interesting choice for a first film. It, I think it would have made more sense for to, for it to be like a, a second film in a franchise, and then potentially see some of Barry's interactions in other films. So we have a bit more connection before. Also, since we're talking about crazy marketing, I believe when they announced it was going to be a Flashpoint film, I might have like my time scale messed up but I believe when they announced it was going to be a Flashpoint film the animated movie Flashpoint Paradox came out and I watched that that was a fantastic film I think I may have it was fantastic Um, I enjoyed just about every minute of it I couldn't tell you a minute I didn't enjoy in it Um, granted I've been loving the animated DC movies uh, I, a couple months ago I watched uh, what is it one of them's Reign of the Superman I think that's the sequel and The Death of Superman is that what the other one is? I think there's one that's called The Death of Superman um, yeah they're like direct sequels into each other it's like part one and part two essentially the same story um, and those were really good was really good like a non-animate or er, an animated non-batman movie like 
that was really good. That's awesome. There's something that I, I watched uh, a little while back, and I know it's a much older um, comic slash film, but uh, it's an animated uh, Superman Red Sun. Okay. Now I'm interested. I watched this on YouTube, and this is I don't know if this is fan made. Or, or, no, it's not. It's real. But I don't know okay. if it's popular or not. But it's a motion comic, and so it it had it's a comic-y art style, but they move and it's cool it's not super animated but it is it is yeah. moving stuff interesting and it's the video itself is an hour and two minutes long and it's the f entire uh, Superman Red Sun story arc and it's a fantastic thing I was hoping to see if I could find some more motion comics around to watch um, <laughs> I love the idea because it's, uh, it's a quick thing that you can just I don't know follow a story in a little over an hour and this is made by them mm -hmm. no way wow this is actually kind of cool. It's like a, I don't know, it's like a book on tape, but with video. <laughs> uh, it's like a podcast, but a YouTube video. Um, yep, Red Sun. Great Supreme. story. Yeah, I was, huh. that's actually really cool. I might have to watch. You that. should definitely watch that when you have time. Um, well, it this podcast is probably much longer than I expected it to be. Um, I'm hoping I can figure out how to upload it because this is the first one. Um, Sorry if the audio sounds a little weird. We're going to try something different next time. Otherwise, it's just going to sound a little weird for a little while. Um, but Thank you for listening to our podcast. Yeah, and thanks uh, for listening. Keep, keep your eye out for weird marketing strategies by superhero companies, I guess. Uh, <laughs> that's who we've been picking on right now. Um, the next podcast we'll probably be doing is a review of Captain Marvel. Cause interesting. Today is Monday, and the movie comes out on Thursday. Wow, you're going to date this podcast? Oh. Yeah, except it'll probably be posted, like, the Monday after Captain Marvel comes out. <laughs> I don't know how it works. I've been reading up on it. Watch this be the greatest Marvel movie that's come out in a while. And, and I've like just so completely ripped crap. on the advertising for it. Uh, but, yeah, so... Uh, thanks for listening. Hopefully it's a good movie. I hope it's a good movie. Um, we'll catch you all next time. Again, unanimous indecision. Hopefully that's what this podcast is called. Hopefully we get that name. I want that name. I'm Ian. And I'm Josh. This is us signing off. See you later.